This year, for my homilies focus, I'm going to, as I did last year, uh, say some words about the image on the Paschal candle. You might not know, but these Paschal candles come in catalogues, and there are various different standard images on them. And this year, the image I've chosen is of two Roman soldiers asleep. And obviously, that's an image of the soldiers that stood guard at the entrance to the tomb. And the fact that they are asleep stands for us as a sign of two different ways that it's possible for us to relate to everything that we're recalling tonight. That we can be alert and attentive and ready to engage with everything that's on offer tonight. Or we can be like the sleeping soldiers and miss what happens. Missed salvation, let the Saviour pass us by. Now, what happened that Easter night was the most dramatic event since the creation of the world. And of course, there were many dramatic events that have happened since the creation of the world, some of which we heard recounted in those readings in our vigil. There was the fall of our parents in the original sin. Things like the ten plagues that were inflicted on the Egyptians for their refusal to let the chosen people go. Then there was the parting of the Red Sea by which the Lord saved his chosen people. And then leaping forward, the greatness of the Lord God Almighty entering his creation in the incarnation, becoming flesh in the womb of Mary. And then as we recalled just yesterday, the drama of Satan's apparent victory on the cross, when it seemed as if evil had won, as if good had been vanquished, as if God lay dead in a tomb. But when the Lord burst forth from the tomb, he showed that he was not defeated. And in fact, as the scriptures record afterwards, he'd not even been dormant in those three days. That while those soldiers were sleeping outside, he went down in spirits to the underworld. And he brought salvation. He opened the gates of paradise for the souls that were waiting for him. So while the soldiers were asleep, he was busy and active. And when he burst forth that Easter night, that early Easter morning, the victory of light over darkness was made manifest. And that's what our liturgy is recalling tonight. So as we heard in our first reading, light was created at the creation of the world. Light burst forth triumphant in the resurrection. And the choice for us now and for every generation since is how we are going to respond to that light. As I said, we can sleep through it or we can let that light lead us to something more. 
And let me make a, a final focus on our vigil reading from the prophet Barak, which is offered to us for this very purpose. So it speaks about the light for the eyes. It refers to him who sends the light and invites us to seize that light and walk in the radiance of that light. And what is that radiance of light that the prophet Barak is referring to? Well, he says it's the wisdom, the commands, the law of the Lord. And in the New Testament, that is the Lord Jesus. He is the word of the Father. He is the wisdom, the law, the commands, taking human flesh. He's the one who said he is the way, the truth, and the life. And so if we take that radiance of resurrection light, he will lead us to even greater light. So to close, coming back to those sleeping guards outside the tomb, that we can sleep through this reality or we can wake to it and let it Lead us to the fullness he offers. He who is the light of the world and who has proven himself to be such by his resurrection. And if we turn to him in his resurrected glory, then he will lead us, as he has led so many others before us, from glory unto glory.